All right, what up? Welcome to episode 21 of the Super Fan Spring Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Matt, we'll go to you first. What's up? What's up, boys? Happy to be back. Sorry I missed it last week, but uh, here I am. Let's ride. It's going to happen. Can't always have all three of us on the pod, you know? Absolutely. It is what it is. Uh, just makes everyone uh, excited to have me back, right? That's how yeah, it works. Exactly. It took 20 episodes for one guy to miss. That's pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. And thanks, Ryan, for uh, hopping in as a guest host. Was he a guest host, would you say, gents, or more of a guest? He was a guest. Guest, yeah. Yeah, I, I, guy, I, would, that... I would give him guest host status. He talked host? a lot, but I called yeah. him out about his hot take. Right away, gents called him out. Well, that's good. Good debate. Good debate. Anyways, what? what's up with you? Jake was just in Phoenix, that fucker. Yeah. 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 I just got back from Scottsdale. Actually, I'm not even home yet. I'm in San Diego. I went from Scottsdale to San Diego to LA and I have to go to LA now. So living the dream. Yeah. It didn't look very fun. Looked like you just stayed indoors the whole time. And yeah, it was too hot outside. So we stayed inside. Yeah. Went inside the mullet arena. Yeah. Was that the game against Minnesota? Yeah. Four fights. How about that terrible fight between Revo and whoever the heck? Boko Imama used to play for the rain. Yeah. Yeah, They were like, fucking, like, that was brutal. That was, there was four fights. Yeah. In the OHL, we would have broken that up before it could even start. Like, when when we're instructed that when players just stand there like that, we just stop, get in and stop them. Like, if you don't, they start fighting immediately, then you don't get to fight. Yeah. I think they left it because it's Revo. And he's like yeah. uh, the only guy left. But yeah, he had a Gordie Howe hat trick too. Goal and assist. Scored right didn't off the they win, Didn't Arizona win an OT? Yeah, my buddy Emery was not happy. There's It was like all wild fans there too. Clayton Keller. Right on campus. It's sick actually. Nice. It does but look yeah. like nice-ish ring. We, we were in a similar barn on uh, Saturday. Dude, for a college rink, it's insane. Like, yeah. it's fucked. Imagine going to college, dude. Like ASU would be like the spot to go to school. It's probably similar to the Meridian Center, agents. Eh, yeah, very similar. Probably is actually. I Meridian bet there's Center no sports. Nice. I bet there's no St. Catherine's Sports Hall of Fame in the fucking Mullet Arena. The Mullet Arena, yeah. dude. Yeah, and then we went to uh, Matt knows this old town. Had a few drinks. Good spot. Walked right by Riot House, and there's like some girls sitting on the ledge, and they all like four of them just fell. Right onto the floor. <laughs> Riot House was the first place I ever went to when I went to Scottsdale. Yeah, it was nuts. The whole, like, it was, like, the exact same. You know, Riot House was the first place I was ever introduced. And I don't know how I didn't get this in Toronto before, but I didn't. It was the first place I was ever introduced to where, like, they would make a big deal out of someone getting bottle service. Like, they'd either oh. have a sign or, like, the sparklers yeah. or the girls on the bouncer's shoulders. Like, I had never seen that. And me and Kai were like, "What? What are they doing? Like, why? Are they doing this? this is so tacky." And then we get yeah. back to Toronto, and now I see it all the time. And I'm like, "This, well, this was happening before I went to Scottsdale." Well, like when you go to parlor, it's like they have the bubble gun, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just now there's soap yeah. in somebody's eye. Yeah, they're, also, they're, they're, that was all night. If I got, I don't know, if I've bought bottle service before, and like, I don't want people to know, right? Like, I yeah. don't need the show. I don't yeah. Need- you yeah, just want the booth I'm, with the boys. I'll give you an extra twenty to keep it on the because you want a place to sit down. Yeah. yeah, they always have like happy birthday to whoever too, or like they have something written down on like a 
yeah one of those things too i'll give you an extra 20 to keep it low-key yeah yeah so matt you know how like when we were after the super bowl we were just fucking with people like telling people that matt doesn't have a phone yeah so emery and i were going around telling people like emery was like yo my buddy jake here he was this he was almost in harry potter they almost casted him in harry potter <laughs> and these girls are like what he goes you have no idea how close you he was almost ron weasley he was this close and people were <laughs> people people were buying it were believing it that's so funny it's i love like it sounds so bad to tell lies but like it is fun to see how far you can go with some yeah sort. how far you can take it yep yeah um, like when i was in university we always used to uh when you were talking to girls we used to like make up sports teams at, at queens that didn't exist <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I'm on the skydiving team, actually. <laughs> like, oh, I had no idea that was even a thing. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a niche sport. Like, you know, not a lot of people do it. <laughs> and then the best is when they follow up with like, how do you how do you get graded on skydiving? Or like, how do you win? <laughs> oh, what tricks do you can do here? Like, longest time before you deploy your parachute. Like, we come up with all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and then one year I actually, or one time I actually tried to say I was on the golf team to a girl and she goes she literally first thing she goes no you're not and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah i am actually like it's uh it's kind of a low-key sport but i am she goes well i'm on the women's team and i know all the guys like, <laughs> that's <laughs> when she just turns around and walks away yeah and i was like yeah and you're not one of them yeah Touché. we're gonna do this on the road all the time though yeah maybe yeah. we'll have some fan submitted uh ideas yeah like, yeah, yeah. that's a good idea just have one thing that we have to try and convince people is real that yeah be- jake and i are twins yeah so that's believable <laughs> we're all triplets <laughs> we're tri- yeah we're triplets the super fan triplets <laughs> oh man off to a roaring start and we literally just watched yeah. Players, eh? yeah we haven't talked about it It was before. so uneventful on sunday though everyone except scotty shot 10 over and well yeah shot, people didn't like yeah. Uh, to me, it was eventful. Like, I mean, more on the front nine, obviously, but like, yeah. Carol posts that not, that insane score after that insane birdie on eighteen, and it was like, all right, like this is gonna be tough, right? Like, and Scotty just, I remember, I, um, you know, I was doing some stuff around the house and I had it on, so like, t- uh, hadn't posted the score. Scotty's maybe like two shots up on him. You never know when you get to seventeen, that kind of stuff. And I like left to go do some laundry or something. And I come back and he's got a six shot lead. And I'm like, where yeah. did this come from? Yeah. Yeah. He's nails though, man. What, he's, what I, he's back to number is, one, right? What I think is crazy is, yeah, he is. Um, like when Thursday, Friday, greens were ridiculous. Like things were rolling everywhere. He couldn't hold any greens. One inch of rain and all of a sudden they were stopping the ball on a dime. Yeah. Like one inch. Another thing I hate about, uh, like, sometimes I hate when this happens on a golf broadcast. It, it Somehow it's always on a Saturday, but they go, oh, it's prime scoring conditions, right? Guys are shooting 62, shout out Tom Hoagie. Yeah. And they're talking about, like, oh, this is just a birdie fest. And it's like, if I played this course in these exact conditions, I would still <laughs> shoot 120. Yeah. Like, like, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't not matter at all what the weather's like how much rain there's been. I guess that just shows I'd shoot 150 if on yeah. Thursday, Friday conditions, but uh, yeah. Hoagie with the nice 62 course record. And it's crazy. Like Thursday, Morikawa, like look like he was 
Morikawa again, right? Yeah. And then Friday came around, disappeared. Scotty pretty, all of a sudden out of nowhere. It's pretty wild that Colin has the the resume he does already, and he's like a below average putter. Yeah. Uh, like he just has to putt decent, and he'd be winning every tournament. Yeah, yep. a lot of tournaments. Um, but yeah, pretty. How about how about Tom Hoagie knocking off our boy Colt Nost? Colt Nost, <laughs> Colt yeah. Nost. He had the previous record. Yeah. Him and a 62. few others. But I actually remember watching the players that day. And for whatever reason, when I first got into golf, like I first got into golf really seriously in terms of like watching pro golf every week, probably like the summer after my first year of university. So like 2015, right? Like kind of watched Jordan win the masters and then got hooked off that. Right. And went to the Canadian open that year. And for whatever reason, I was just following Colt Nost around. I just, <laughs> I just had some sort of cult affiliation to him and, um, you know, and then fast forward like a few years later, Colt, what the was the player that he was, right? Kind of a middle of the pack type player. And then all of a sudden he's like right in contention at the players because he shot a 63 the one day. And yeah. everyone's like, who the fuck is this Colt Nose guy? And I'm like, this is the guy I was following around to the Canadian Open, man. Like <laughs> he's, he's great on the broadcast, honestly. Yeah. Great. I yeah. actually know who I really enjoy now. It's Smiley Kaufman on the, the cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's good that they're also uh, like, they're trying to get younger, right? Like that's another thing. Didn't it, didn't NBC like totally mix up their staff to try and get younger? Yeah. I think one of the best parts about golf broadcasts over the last few years has been the addition of a former caddy bones did it for a bit before he got on JT's bag. And now it's the guy that used to caddy for cooch. Yeah. And it's just really interesting because they're out there on the course, but they all have a different perspective. They kind of have the same perspective of the player, but an, an additional perspective to add as well. Yeah. Um, and so I find it really, really interesting. There was one clip where John Wood was talking about what you would do as the caddy on 16 to prepare for 17 because you can see the hole perfectly and it's an opportunity to see whether balls are going long, how the wind's affecting it and all the information that he would gather and not say any of it into, to his player until he got up there. Hmm. And, and things like on 17, if the player just grabs a club, they know what they want to do. They're confident. Like you don't try and talk them out of it. You just let them go. Yeah. So I I think it's really interesting Intel. I actually heard that little, that a little bit too, where it's like, where, you know, player grabs this club and says this is what i'm gonna do you just say okay you don't say well what about this right actually one of my buddies came over on friday night and he was telling me that he doesn't watch golf at all right and he goes man i was watching this video of these two of a golfer talking to the guy that carries his clubs and it was like <laughs> a conversation yeah. so i showed him that that legendary clip of kevin naw arguing with his caddy <laughs> And and saying it's not going to go over the green, and then he yeah. bombs it over the green, and then yeah. chip from over the green and goes, "See, man, I told you we had the red club back." There. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was probably a Jordan Spieth clip, no? Yeah, I don't know who the player was that he watched originally. Like, I just, I, you have no to idea. My opinion is, I love like listening to the player caddy like conversations, but sometimes it's just like hit the ball, please. Yeah. Sometimes it's just way too long. Yeah, the 
I, they did say on the players broadcast, I think it was on 17, Jordan was up there. And whoever the commentator was at the time said, we don't need to talk. We'll just let them do it. You, you yeah. never need to talk when these, when, when these two are going at it. Right? Yeah. Sure yeah. They have their crazy conversation. Apparently an unknown fact, I don't know if this is true. You'd have to ask a guy that actually plays out there. But supposedly when they're doing yardages, a lot of the time the yardage that, you know, for you and I, we'd look at a range finder and you'd get like the yardage to the middle of the green or you would use your use a, your laser range finder and get the yardage to the flag. Apparently they are always going by the front of the green. Like the main number is the front of the green, and then they use the pin sheet to get like an exact distance to, to the hole. And I thought that was interesting. And now when I listen to the conversations, it seems to always be at some point the caddy says one fifty five front, one sixty two hole or something. Like they always yeah. use the front of the green as like a frame of reference, yeah. not the middle. Which which I actually it does make a lot of sense. It makes way more sense, I think. Yeah, totally makes yeah. a lot of. sense. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Wait, yeah. gents. We let's go back to this. Uh, we have a Buell. It's back. Oh yeah, we've got a Buell award. Yeah. Is this the first Buell since the Canadian Open? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think I, we had a couple like oh, fake Buells. Yeah, we had some fuels. This is a real Buell. Some fuels. <laughs> yeah. Buells, yeah. Um, so the Buell award goes to the guy each week who comes in last place, but he doesn't just come in last. He comes like, comes with, in last. Like, Far back. <laughs> last. Uh, so, Lucas Herbert shot 23 over. I'm trying to find his card. 23 over. In two yeah, days. Two, two rounds. Well, it's better than I do in one round, so. Oh, wait, this is cool. I just found a website that shows all their earnings. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Watney was the next best at what, 14 over? 14. Yeah, so nine, nine shots. I lost. Came came dead last by nine shots. That's uh, that's buellable, if you will. Do we even remember what the difference was for William Buell in the Canadian Open? How far back he was of the rest of the pack? That Saturday that Jensen and I went was so weird, man. Because yeah. looking at the early scores and or just the scores in general. And you've got like Harry Higgs shot 10 over that day or whatever. Billy Buell shot whatever he shot. Like guys are turning in these high, high scores. And then we go follow like Rory, JT, Scotty, and everyone's shooting Cam Smith. Like everyone's shooting friggin' yeah. like under. And it's what golf course are these guys playing that's different than than some of the mainstay tour guys? Yeah. Well, I'll show oh yeah. You got it. My my boy Lucas Herbert had a nine on the fourth hole after bogeying the third, a six on hole six, made the turn with a birdie at nine, finished at 44. Oof. Eight over. Then went five straight pars, bogey, par, par, eight on 17. Oh. And then they birdie. Water at least. Yeah. yeah. And then a two putt or three putt. But so one, then you go you hit, you hit your third from the drop zone. That goes in the water as well. You hit your fifth from the drop zone onto the green and three putt. And oh. three putt. So maybe three in the water. Maybe three in the water and he one putt for an eight. Yeah. So he shot 85. And then round two, 
nothing too crazy. A couple bogeys on the front. Oh, a double on three. A double on 10. And a seven on 18, which means definitely a ball or two on the water. Yeah. Okay, birdied, so... birdied 17, though. Got his got you payback. Go. One you got a seven on 18. 18, he got a seven. Oh, I was probably to two in the water. An eight and a seven on uh, on seventeen is tough. What's that? Yeah, thoughts on one hole. On one hole. (laughs) Have you seen that? The highest score ever on that hole. Isn't it Angelo Spagnolo or whatever? Yeah, it's like sixty six. Yeah, this is what this is the best part of Year's Week is that it always brings you back to. um, (laughs) I think his name's Angelo Spagnolo. Yeah. Have you never Angelo. seen this? No. I'll send you I'll send you an Instagram clip. Like it comes up every year. I'll send it to you and we'll link it in the video. So or we'll link it in the in the description. Uh, the pod. So anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about can see it. Like I don't even want to describe what it is because it's just so funny. Look at the title yeah. of the article. <laughs> the worst avid golfer. I think that's what the point of the video was, is they they had a tournament to determine the worst regular golfer. Yeah that plays regularly and they had it at sawgrass don't I don't did, read about it jay okay, you have I to watch won't. the video the video yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Okay. they interview him and also like it's so funny. <laughs> we gotta get this guy on the pod i'll send it to you yeah we yeah. could probably actually get this guy on the pod Angelo? did you see the stat it was like one in 17 or one in seven players put it in the water as an amateur but one in it's one in like 1200 players as a pro put it in the water one in 1200 yeah some crazy stat like that like well, scratch I mean, or better well there's no way that's true because in the tournament you got yeah like like what's his nuts put in three no but i'm saying um okay wait you're saying for a pro for the pros only yeah. one out of every 1200 t shots goes in the water there's no way yeah. that's there wasn't even 1200 no. shots the whole tournament Say there's 150 guys in the field. That's a 300 the first two days. It was some kind of stat for like they showed. I thought what it was was they basically put a secret camera there and watched people come through, and there was only 21 guys that hit the green out of a hundred. Yeah. I and just those saw were that. Guys that were like scratch or better. And I think for anyone who had an, another hand, like a, I think it was, there was something about seven out of a hundred maybe for higher handicaps. Yeah, I, I don't know. Remember. But there's but, no way only one pro out of 1,200. What what I think is the strategy on that hole, now that like we debunked my stat, just hit the middle of the green. Two putt. Move on with a three. Easier like said these, than done, buddy. Yeah, obviously. But these guys are going like the the flag is like three feet from the edge and they hit it and it rolls down that hill and into the water every yeah. time. It's like I true. played I played at Wooden Sticks, which is a course close to Toronto that has replica holes of a bunch of holes around the world. And I played I was able to hit the green on the twelfth at Augusta which I was really proud of because that's actually a really difficult green to hit. It's very narrow. Mm-hmm. And then there's the water in front, obviously. 
And then the Island Green, I think I took two shots at it and couldn't do it. Oh, really? Because the, the problem is the ball just keeps rolling. Yeah. Like, I think the strategy, as you said, is to put it in the middle of the green, but you need to put it, like, sky high so that yeah. it, it just drops. Wow. Yeah, like Thursday, like Thursday, Friday, when it's when it's rock hard and you can't hold the green, just you know, hit a wedge there. It's like 125 yards. Let it roll up and two putt. Yeah. But I think it's similar to the to the waste management, right? Where it's yeah. it's an easy hole until it's not. Yeah, it's easy in theory. Yeah, but I love like even on the even though the back nine wasn't as interesting as it's been in previous years on sunday there's still that thought and that little belief where it's like scotty could throw two in the water yeah on 17 and all of a sudden tyrell hatton's now warming up on the range for a potential playoff right yeah which i think that's happened before surely we could look it up somebody's thrown a couple in the water on sunday on 18 and lost the tournament because of it oh guaranteed where they had Uh a decent and then, like, they go to 18 too, and that's no slouch of a tee shot. No. Yeah. That's why Scotty put it so far right. Yeah. But interesting tournament. Love the players. It's good stuff. Yeah. Great event. Great event. Um, anyways, let's three move. aces this year. Yeah. Three. Darren yeah. Ray was the only guy I, I heard of. Who were the other two? Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, didn't um ba- badly McCarthy put one in? Did yeah, ba- badly, I think his name is. They were all week, they were just doing that guy dirty. Every time he went up to the tee, they'd be like, he's put more balls in the water on this hole since 2003 than anybody else. Aaron Rye, Alex Smalley, and Hayden Buckley. Okay. Not badly. Yeah, Baddeley, they were just doing him dirty and showing that statistic. Oh, how about, uh, what's his name? His dad has the highest recorded score on that hole in a PGA event. Really? And he's pl- he played it, and he hit the green, and he goes. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to spin it in a good way where it's like, okay, most balls in the water on 17 since 2003 means that he's basically played every year since 2003 so at least he's the tournament right yeah like there's a lot of guys i'm sure especially now with the increased purse that would rather hold that statistic and at least be in the tournament yeah on an make the cut um i wonder how many odin golf balls are in the bottom of that pond there's gonna be a ton when we get we there. We should we should ask Jordan. Yeah, yeah. that'd be funny. Hey, Jordan, you got the stats on balls lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy's that guy's Jordan. a beauty. Where can you get these own golf balls, gents? Link in our bio, website, Instagram, just about anywhere. Yep, Even web- go to the Odin website. Yep, website's back up for us too. We had a bit of a bit of a, a problem earlier. Yeah, a bit of a gong show with the super fans show. website, but yeah, we got sewer.com and dot ca. So yeah, that's true. Walter. I forgot about that. Dot ca. Yeah. We're multifaceted now. Yeah, multi-platform. And the website still looks bomb, so that's good. Yeah, that's the good news. Yeah, we didn't change anything. 
you guys got the golf show coming up, right? We do. Yeah. Next week. Next week, is it, I think. Is it is it after St. Patty's Day? Or yeah, it's the day after. Oh. I'm gonna be dragging my ass around. <laughs> yeah. it. Turn around for the yeah. boys. Yeah. Yeah. For the boys. What day of the week is St. Patty's Day next year? Friday. We're on the next, road. No, next. no, it would be Saturday. Would it be Saturday? Yeah. Boys. Oh. And what tournament is it? The Valspar? Well, we, we don't, don't have we don't we don't know the schedule well, yet. No, Fuck. But schedule if it was this year, it's the Valspar. Like they've already yeah. announced different different events. There's no there might not be a match play event. Now you've got the 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 bigger elevated events. You've got the new Grand Thornton event with the LPGA tour. Like we have no idea what we're going into. Speaking Imagine. of that event, have you seen the Rick Ricky and Corda commercial? Yeah. I'm not wearing orange. <laughs> I haven't imagine seen that yet. They, it's a good commercial. Imagine they um imagine Jay heard about us last year when we started this project and just goes into every scheduling meeting being like, We are going from California to Florida, back to California, <laughs> down to Texas, and just completely fucks up the schedule for us. <laughs> And then they come out with the schedule and he says, we, we have these super fan sprint guys and we're making them drive all. We're really testing their dumb asses. Yeah. Dude. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. There's like no swings next year. It's just sporadic. Yeah. That'd be fucked. In the Southern U S swing. Starting starting in San Diego. Then we'll make our way over to Florida. Back for the Phoenix open. Back over. (laughs) Florida for the players. <laughs> That'd be nuts. That'd be nuts. Yeah. I think we'll be we'll be okay. It's gonna end up being like very similar. We will Match drive. place coming up though. I love that event. Yeah. Next not the not this week. We got Two the weeks. Valspar, but next week. Yep. Good. We're gonna have we to set up our to do, we're gonna do a super fan sprint cannonball run. You guys heard of the cannonball run? Yeah, I remember yeah. you telling us about that. I think I said it on a previous pod, but basically, it's the you try and drive from New York City to LA and set the record yeah. for the fastest to do that. So we're obviously not going to speed because we observe the laws, but we will drive very long distance with minimal stops. Yeah, I think we got to do one where it's like if there's like one drive that's literally twenty four hours on the dot, like that's That'd the one we. Good. Like the yeah. only thing we're stopping for is is to refuel. Yeah, and it has to be one of those shitty drives too. No offense to a lot of those parts of the country. Like if we're doing some drives that are like sick views and shit, where we're gonna want to stop or whatever. Yeah, this has to. We have to like go through like Iowa, or Kansas. We could or, do it. We could do it if we go from from the East Coast. Uh, during the after the like in the playoffs, right? From yeah. the northern or from the what's the first event called? Is it's not the Northern Trust anymore. It's something else. Um, oh, it's the FedEx in Tennessee. Yeah. So you go from the St. Jude in Tennessee all the way over to Denver and back. We could probably figure out some route that's not as attractive. What's there. the U.S.? What's, oh, no, that won't work. US what I like, too. this is kind of random thought, but we've been talking, you know, Valspar and all these events coming up. A lot of the guys in these coming events, like the Valspar and the one after the match play, what's it called? Where is it? I don't know. Let's see. PGA schedule. It's probably like the Houston Open or something. Puticana? Corrales? Corrales. That's a, that's an opposite same. event to yeah, the Matt Valero, Valero, Texas? Valero. San Antonio? Yeah. So 
like a lot of these guys are playing so they can qualify for the masters. Yeah. Right. They need like a top 10, top 20. So like the golf means more. Almost. Yeah. The other thing that, the other thing that uh, was, was pointed out on Twitter I saw was the, the new format of how of these elevated events and how the tour is going to work. I think a lot of people talk about how it's going to dilute the product for the non-elevated events, which it, it, which it, it kind of will, I guess, in a way you won't have as many big players there, but you'll get, you'll get the Ben Griffin type stories a lot more often coming to the forefront, right? Like yeah. a guy who quits golf to become an insurance agent and then decides to go back to it. And now he's like contending at the players. Right. Yeah. Like I think what it'll do, like put, it was, it was just great to see on Twitter people putting a positive spin on the fact that you'll get to learn more about and see players that you don't see all the time. Yeah. Because even in those events in the prior structure, it's basically like, you're going to see every, like if you use the Canadian open, for example, you're going to see every shot from Rory and JT, but you're not going to see, you know, you might see one shot from some Canadian guy that came through qualifying and, and local qualifying and, and qualified right yeah so it's it's going to bring some interesting storylines and and it'll kind of display how difficult it is to get into professional golf and how deep professional golf is so i'm looking forward to that as well yeah agree okay quickly we have a game yeah so you guys are going to pick a number between one and 31 and i'm going to give you a golfer and you're going to rank them from one to five basically yeah without you knowing can... Without knowing who's next, basically. So you okay. you just got to get lucky. So Jake, so you want to lead us off with a number? So I'll pick a number this round and then Matt will do next round and yeah. then so on. Sure. Okay. okay. I'll do... pick the last I'll pick the last guy. Okay. Let's do uh, a... <laughs> I'll let's... try to make it not. I'll, I'll do number 11. Number 11, Shane Lowry. I'm putting Shane at three, right in the middle. I'll put him Three? at four. I'll put him at four just to be different. Four. All He's right. Good he yeah. is good. The big man. But I think we'll end up with somebody better and we'll end up with some guys that aren't. That as could good. be. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for 18. 18. Colin Morikawa. Uh, I guess this put is one I... for the balance of probabilities here. I'll yeah. put him at, I'll, I'll go two. Okay. I got to write these down so I don't freaking. Yeah, I'm putting Morikawa as one, and I'm just kind of, I'm gonna put him as number one, and sort of pray to God on the sword of the fact that we're not gonna pick somebody better. Yeah, you <laughs> know, I know there's people that are better in this list, so I'm either gonna look like a genius or I'm gonna look like a fool. Anyways, I'll go number nine. Number nine, Kevin Kisner. I'll put him at five. Yeah, I'm gonna put him at. Five four because he's a beauty and i still <laughs> find something worse let's do uh 27 27 justin rose now three. it's getting tougher for I matt i think no dude i don't have a one yet i'll put rose at three three yeah okay i need so the I first guy two or five yeah you have two I'm or putting five him at two based on historical he's one yeah. of he's won a major he's won the fedex cup he's a Ryder cup stalwart he's been hot lately too yeah, he just got back. He's always he's always in the mix at the Masters. Rosie's my number two. Let's yeah. go. Let's go number four. End it off here. Jonathan Vegas. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's my one. Let's go number five. No problem. Two time Canadian. Good. 
call. Oh, I think no. I have the perfect list. You, you might. You, Who's the, the only? Wait. The only. The I did only not. Argument I could see maybe is you put Lowry at two instead of Rose, but that's more yeah. recently biased than anything. So. Yeah, I'd I think agree you're. With I think your road Matt's is, is uh, pretty good. I had but some. If you're not, mm. I do actually watch golf. So yeah, I was recording. Yeah, yeah. People don't like. So, so. Shout out that guy on our Instagram <laughs> comment. Just refer to I had some rogue guy. picks in here. I had Brian Harmon, Brant Snedeker. <laughs> Please tell me you have. Uh, we got to do this. Fran- Franny Molinari. Let's do this. We got to do this again next pod. And then Jens will sub in. KH Lee was five. Yeah. Please tell me you have someone jokes like uh, Anthony Kim or something. That'd be hilarious. Or like Angel Cabrera. I'm pretty sure that guy's in prison now. I didn't put Angel in, no. I put in uh, Justin Suh, though. My boy, Justin Suh. A good one is like somebody who's won something big and never won anything else. Like Sean, yeah. McCall, he won the PGA Championship, and I don't think he won another tournament. <laughs> I had Dylan Fratellia too, our boy. Our boy, yeah, he'll be on our pod one day. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. Man, yeah. my list is great. I love my yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, you win. I'll have to cut list. this up and then just watch people vote for you. Yeah, well, except for that one guy. Yeah, one guy's he just did. like I don't even. He doesn't even care. He's just gonna vote for me. What are you think? What are you saying? Maverick McNeely is the best strokes gamer. <laughs> it's like, dude, when's the last time that guy was relevant? Or was he ever relevant? No, ever relevant. Hey, no ripping on my Stanford boys. I love my yeah. Stanford boys. Anyway, love you, Maverick. Yeah. Boys, anything else to add, boys? No, no, not really. This was good. I think we were flowing today. Yeah, we're we flowing well. today. Well, love the players, man. Shout out the players. What a great event. Yeah, thanks that for keeping the content. The Masters Back less than a month away. Our, next week we'll we'll dial up. We'll get our brackets in. We'll have our brackets completed for the match play next week by the time we meet. So yeah, we got it. We'll, we if gotta you're listening, get in on that. Yeah, yeah let's. We're gonna do a pool. Players. Let's do that. Then we got we got the Masters coming up. We'll do another pool there. Yep. It's gonna be fun. Oh, March Madness is coming. Yeah, I gotta get my picks in for March Madness too. Yeah, I think it starts, didn't it? Our yeah, Thursday. Thursday or something. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be hype. It's gonna be yep. hype. All right, boys. Well, good, man. Okay, lads. Right. Chat next week. Have a good one. Yeah. All right, buddy. See you guys.